Vanetta L. West. Welcome to this episode of Let Your Life Be Your Sermon podcast aimed at helping us be a message instead of just speaking a message. We want to be the most transformative, inspiring, loving messages that we can be in the world and to the world and let our lives speak for what we believe. Today is Resurrection Sunday. Some call it Easter. Uh, It's a day with a lot of uh, fashion and eggs and church services and uh, Easter bunnies. Uh, Even as, as we tweet today, Happy Easter, what pops up next to that hashtag is uh, a bunny and an egg. Uh, And I'm not knocking people for that. Uh, I understand things become commercialized and there are some festivals and some activities attached to the days that Christians have attached days to. And also I keep in mind uh, that resurrection as a day was not a day that, that Christ, God, told us to set aside to celebrate. But here's what I believe he wanted us to do. And I want to be sure today, if I can, that I get a message across that inspires, uh, that pulls us together that encourages someone to say, I want to be that every single day of my life. And so I want to talk for a few minutes today about the resurrected life, repentance, revival, and revolution. Repentance, revival, and revolution. The resurrected life. I'm getting excited just saying it. Repentance, revival, and revolution. When Jesus was talking to the disciples, not just 12 people, but all those following him, Um, In John chapter 14, he said, I'm going to go to the Father, but greater works than I did shall you do. Not better works, not more miraculous works, greater, more because you're multiplied. I believe what he was saying is, look, I've shown you how to live. I came and I said, repent for the kingdom is at hand. That's the repentance. Repentance means get back, get back on top, get back to thinking the way you were created to think. You were made in the image of God. Begin to think more in a divine way. Begin to love more deeply. Begin to see things more in a perspective uh, that you're seated in. Because as, as Paul says, we're seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. If we believe that Jesus Christ came for us and we went with him when we started to believe that and we're living in him and he's living in us, and we accept, have accepted him not only as Savior, but as King of kings and of Lord and as Lord of lords. And if we said, I want to live like you, I want to be like you, and we've embraced a Christ life, meaning a, a resurrected life, a love-filled life, a grace-filled life, a glorious life. If we've accepted that, then we come to this place of repentance in this resurrected life that says, I want to go back to how I was intended to be. I want to dig into my capacity to be like Christ right here on earth, to bring heavenly things right here. When I pray that kingdom come, that will be done. I want to be a manifestation of that. That's a part of the resurrected life. Repentance, not a sorrowful state, but a state of saying, this isn't who I'm supposed to be. Let me turn. Let me turn back to the one who made me, who formed me, who created me, who made me to be an atmosphere. So that when I show up, things shift for his glory and things shift for love and things shift for grace and for mercy and for justice. When I come, 
I come as an agent and a representative and an ambassador for Christ, not for a nation, not for a pastor, not for a denomination, but for Christ. This is the resurrected life. Repentance, I'm getting back. Those things that have that have demonstrated a lack of character and that have not been like Christ and that have been about hating, about getting more power and getting more things and trampling over people. I'm turning back. Even when we think about some of the great injustices of the world, if the people of God would just turn from those things, but so often what we found is that people who say they follow Christ can't posture themselves for repentance because we're caught up in those very things, that greed, that power, that allegiance to people, that type of mentality that says we're a part of a, a gang or a group or we have a cultish atmosphere. But if we turn, if we turn and we denounce and we repent and we posture ourselves to live the resurrected life, that's every day. That's everyday life. Every day a repentance, every day revival, revival. Every day we can experience that revival, that rejuvenation, renewal, refreshing in Christ. That's a part of the resurrected life. He said, I came that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Sometimes we attach that to stuff, but we can have abundant justice. We can have abundant joy. We can have abundant peace. We can have an abundance of seeking first, as Matthew 6, 33 says, the kingdom of God and his righteousness and watching those things that we often pray for just be added because we're seeking God's thinking. We're seeking his ways. We're seeking his kingdom. We're seeking a manifestation of heaven here on earth. How is it going to come? We have to bring it in the resurrected life. If we're living a resurrected life and it's a life of repentance. We've turned back to God. It's a life of revival. We're saying, God, wake us up again to who you are. Refresh us in our memory of who you've been in us and through us and for us. Take us back even, God, to when we were in your bosom before we came into our bodies. We were spirit and then we hit these bodies for an assignment to do a work, to love our families, to bring justice, to bring peace, to bring salt and light to earth. Revive us to your purpose, to your glory to your power. Revive us so that we can set the world on fire with love, that we can set the world on fire with justice, that we can bring a light that darkness cannot extinguish. Revive us, God. And then in the resurrected life, we have revolution. Sometimes we hear revolution and we think it's a bad word. But today, as we remember Christ getting up for us, Christ getting up, and proving that death doesn't have a sting. Christ getting up and setting as he will captivity captive. Christ getting up in us and through us. Something we can experience every day. We also remember today. We're remembering the anniversary of the assassination of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Who said that a revolution moves not only people but people and institutions. He said a revolt only moves people. A revolution moves people and institutions. This, this man of God who came to do the work of justice on behalf of the kingdom, not a perfect man, not a perfect man, but an agent for change and an agent for Christ sent for a specific time with lessons that we can remember, lessons that remind us that Christ uh, isn't uh, in us and for us, 
just so we can be about our families and about ourselves, but we're on a, a grand assignment, the church is, to turn this world right side up. We're bringing an unshakable kingdom. A revolution changes people and institutions. Who, who should care about a revolution more than the body of Christ, than the people of God? Who, in living our resurrected lives, should be more concerned about changing institutions that are unjust and treat people unkindly and that lack compassion and that bring devastation? Who should be more concerned about that than the body of Christ? Repentance, revival, revolution. That's the resurrected life. If we can get in that, if we can say this resurrected life I want to experience every day, that I'm not an Easter Sunday saint, I'm not a resurrection Sunday religious person, I'm that person who every day of my life I want to see you, God, high and lifted up. I want to bring you wherever I go. I want to turn back to you. I want to be refreshed and renewed in you and God. Use me for your revolution right here on earth to for your glory. Change people and institutions so that we look more like the heart and character of Christ, that we are concerned about each other. That as your two greatest commandments tell us, we love God with everything we have and we love our neighbors all over the world as if our lives depend on it. The resurrected life, the resurrected life, not just a day, but every day. God, you're for us and we're for you. You're in us and we're in you. And God, we pray that we live the resurrected life every single day. Amen. Let your life be your sermon.